Now let's get to the fan focus. That's a go. Let's start off with number one. All right, leading us off tonight, it's going to be Dustin and Nick on the latest with Deshaun Watson not playing on Sunday. I sort of am panicking because I, I see I, I have like this vision of what's going to happen. And I don't have a good thought about Deshaun. I, I, I think he's going to be very limited the rest of the season, uh, even though you know people say he can come back in a few weeks or whatever. We'll see. Uh, I'm concerned. You know, the fact that injury has changed the diagnoses um, multiple times now, the the idea that he's day-to-day. Like, yesterday was day-to-day. Mm. Now he's not playing on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the, I'm, I'm the a-hole. Well, but then, like, even if we go, you know what? Okay. We, what, we saw what we saw against Indy. Yeah, and why garbage. was he out there against Indy? They, they, I mean, it was irresponsible to put him out there. And... You know, There's I, been so many irresponsible decisions by the Cleveland Browns to start this season. Number one, playing Deshaun, telling us Deshaun was going to play, that he's not going to play, putting the team in a tough spot. That's on the that, that that's on the coaches in the front office. The fact that you don't have a legitimate backup quarterback, irresponsible. I mean, you've got this great roster. The team is finally primed. Spicy. That was that was spicy from Dustin right there. Letting them have it. And you know what? I don't disagree in a lot of areas. This is the roster. This is the one that was set out to go ahead and win a bunch of games. How are we How are we letting the backup quarterback situation be what tanks us? And I know we won the previous two games, so we can't have that doom and gloom of a mentality. But you don't got to miss you don't got to be Miss Cleo. You don't got to look in your crystal ball to see where this thing is headed. You got to have better quarterback play than what we've had. Dead last in the NFL in the previous 2 weeks. We we talk about Dilfer, we talk about all these bad quarterbacks that won with really great defenses. You got to be better than last. Yeah, you know, we we like we constantly talk about Patrick Mahomes and last year how he had the 17th scoring defense and and like whether or not he's pushing the boundaries without bad of a defense he had last year. Now they got much better this year. They did, but he was pushing the boundaries of what he could do. Right now it feels like the the Browns are pushing the boundaries with how bad you can have an offense be, but how great you can have a defense be and actually still end up winning. It's an incredible social NFL experiment that we're going through. But I'd really rather not be the ones that go through it. I'd rather just have better quarterback play and win these games handedly. Ken and Anthony on Ken calling into Afternoon Drive yesterday. How it all went down. But wait, you said he you said he hung up on you. Yeah. He just said, bye, I'm not talking to you anymore. This yeah. isn't a debate. He just said, Ken, love you, buddy, and hung up. And I was like, I just get hung up on? I was like, oh, my God, he hung up. I texted Dustin. I go, did the call drop? He's like, no, he hung up on you. Well, like, was he mad? But but then I, I, for whatever reason, like, even my truck was surprised. Like, I was in a parking spot, and I parked. Did I swear to start God. honking out no, of nowhere? No, I tried to turn, I tried to turn on my, like, my, my radio, and it, like, wasn't coming in. The and truck had, said, wait a minute. I basically had to, because all vehicles are basically, whether they're gas or electric now, they're just giant computers anymore. You've done it now, Nick. So I you pissed off the auto. <laughs> I went. Oh, my truck was pissed. He's like, let me at him. Let me at him. Revving the engine and everything. So I turned her off, opened the door, closed it. Basically, you know, re- like plug it, unplug, plug back in. And the and the radio was working again. And it was just in commercial break. And I went, damn, you shouldn't even have taken me if we were this close to a commercial. I. That's what I said. I texted Nick, and I said that to him. I go, it's nothing personal, because I'm like... Well, was it that contentious on the phone? No. It just, I they played the audio, 
And then it kind of kind of made it out like I was clutching my pearls, mm-hmm. which I wasn't. I mean, you know, I had a lot I was going to say about this. I don't think I'm going to say that much about this anymore. I don't call in anyone's show. Do I need to start calling into people's shows? Is that Can I make that my thing? Can I just be the guy that just calls into everybody's show? I feel like anytime you call into anybody's show, though, you're on their grounds. You're on their grounds, you're on their terms. You call into their show, they're up against it, guess what? Them's the breaks, right? But also, Ken probably deserved more than, like, the 60 seconds that he got, you would think, right? I mean, I, I would think so. I, boy, It's a tough call. It's a tough call. I'm not going to say it was a power move by Nick, but kind of felt like a little bit of a power move. I don't know. We'll see how this one plays out. I won't be calling in any shows anytime soon. I need them to call my show first, boost up the ratings from them calling into my show, and then I'll call into their shows, and then maybe we can make that be friendly and that work. I need them to call into me first, though. That's how that friendly uh, back and forth is going to go. We've had one person, one host, call into overtime with John and the Peterland, and it was Lima, and then Lima, I'm pretty sure, gave me sweet chin music on my own show. It was an impressive display. All right, next up. Baskin and Phelps on the Browns. Winning the last two weeks, but not feeling like it. You know what's the most optimistic, Andy? They won. I know. That's what, Why they, does it feel like they lost last week? And, and Andy, they it's won still, with... like every day I, I walk in there, I'm like, man, how they? it feels like they're coming off a loss. They're not. Let me throw this at you. They won with a defense playing a bad football game. Right. Miles Garrett played a terrific football game. Miles single-handedly kept it from being like 50 to... 39 or whatever it was. I mean, if if Miles doesn't have the game he has, Andy, what happens in that game? I mean, it's interesting. I agree with Baskin. It's felt like the previous two weeks doing these shows, night in, night out, it has felt like we lost these previous two weeks. I don't know how we got here this way, but it's felt like that. We should be talking like it's a 4-2 and two football team and we're headed for... Man, I, I brought the stat up Monday. It's a Jonathan Sportsboro original. I looked it up myself. Nine teams last year started 4-2. and two. Seven of them made the postseason. There's something about this Browns team with this great defense and where we're at right now that we just we can't buy into them 100% because we don't know what our quarterback situation is and we can't spend as much time as we do talking about how the quarterback is the end-all, be-all and then looking at looking at our own face in the mirror and being, ah, uh, we don't have it. That's what's tough. That's, that's, that's the part that we have a lot of getting over to do. <laughs> Lastly, Ken and Anthony finishing off the fan focus here. If you ask me, I got a couple of goofballs going after each other on a website that really isn't even real. That's what I got. I, mean, I got I got Brady Quinn, who I, I've always told you, we've had him on the show a couple of times. Anytime you ever push back on anything, he gets extremely defensive and almost personal every time. Uh, and I, I, I'm very careful about that because I know he has a good relationship with one of the producers, and I don't want to end that relationship because I don't need one of my bosses coming after me on that. Uh, but he gets very defensive very quickly, and that to me tells me that he doesn't know how to argue. And I got the other guy who's the quarterback coach. Yeah, you know what? I, I see things, and I know that he threatens to slap people when, when he disagrees with them. So basically, I got a couple of goofballs doing goofball things on social media. And it's playing out very publicly while everybody in Cleveland is wondering when they're going to see their quarterback again. I think it's a bad look by Brady Quinn to use that that tactic. Um. And I wish the quarterback coach would just focus on his quarterback and move on. People are going to say things that are out of pocket, and people are going to say things that are irresponsible because that's what we do in social media. I hate to say it, and I just wish they'd focus. He'd focus on getting them going and getting them in the right direction here. Because 
know, we got callers who are wondering not just if he's if he's good. Mm-hmm. They're wondering if he's good in general, healthy or not. And that's the question right now. Honestly, and maybe that's why it's a little bit more doom and gloom than it should be. We're wondering whether or not he's good, even if he's healthy. We don't have that answer. We are six games into this. We are seven weeks into the NFL season. We don't have, we're nowhere closer to that answer than when we were when we were talking about it in June. And that's the big problem. And that is the fan focus. We come on back. We'll talk about the Cavs as they wrap up their game against the Nets. 111-107. Minute left in that one. If it's a winner, if it's a loser, we'll talk about it. If it goes to overtime, we'll talk about the Browns instead.